Oh, shoot. This guy's a 311 fan. Uh, That's my welcome to fan. Life Karma. SB here. BA. Mr. Bo Brocken. We have guests with us today. We're going back in time. Oh, this is freaking good. Can't believe you like 311. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, I love 311. That's my favorite band ever. So welcome. welcome. 311 and Dirty Heads, two wow. favorite bands. We have guest people. Welcome. Bo Brocken. Hello. John Walker. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's so, been a while. It's been a while. So. Just a little bit. Yeah, we've had uh, we had some anarchy going on in our country. A little crazy anarchy. I feel like Bo and Johnny have a, their own anarchy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think there's I'm anarchy with myself. I think uh, I think John Walker has anarchy going on in his beard. <laughs> freaking crazy it's anarchy. He's a mountain man. Does it look good? Looks oh so yeah, good. you're dead sexy. Watch out for that, Bo. You Bo, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, so interesting. Interesting this week, you guys. Uh, so Brian has been um. He's been hitting me with this consciousness stuff, you know, and uh, I think we we are living in a time where ignorance is just taken over, and people that are high in consciousness are low in ignorance. Yes. So, um, so I think we need a dose of consciousness and the blessings from that. So, I'd like for Bo to start off with telling a story that happened to him in the last couple of weeks with. Some insight that I shared with this him. This is because, one you were going to tell me? Because Brian shared this insight with me. Good. And I just sort of, light bulb went off in my head. And I thought I'd have a conversation with Bo. And I think it made an impact. So, Bo, why don't you share this experience that you want to share with him? Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty cool experience. Um, I About three weeks ago, I probably for the past... Well, I've struggled waking up in the mornings for like five years, and uh, <clears throat> I and when I say struggle, I mean I'm not like like lazy. Don't want to get up. It's like no, like when I wake up, I want to physically murder myself and die because it's so painful. Like I hate waking up. I hated it. Like physically or mentally? Both. Okay. Just kind of like a an exhaustion. Like so exhausted, like my head hurt. It was just awful. Yeah. And I and I, I dealt with that for a while. In the past couple of years, like I've gained a lot of weight, been I'm just super. I've been super fat. And three weeks ago, I was just like at the kind of the end of my rope. I was super tired, and I had uh, been struggling with sleep for a long time, and my weight, and not been able, not wanting to work out slash motivation, just a whole bunch of issues that I had had. And, uh, but I've been searching for answers and trying to figure out things and trying different things. And I've been really trying to fix it, but I can't fix it. <laughs> and so I've been, I've been doing all this research and I kind of was giving up. And then Sam, you called me one day and, uh, it was interesting because I had done up until this point, probably for the past two years, I've been super into quantum physics. I'm super obsessed with space. I love space and quantum physics. I just think they're very interesting, cool subjects. And uh, it's something I like. I have books on, I read about it, I learn about it. It's something I, I'd say it's like a love. Like I love to do it. I love to think about it and talk about it and research it. And one day my dad calls me and... Uh, Without getting into the details of how he really related it, basically, um, he called me, he was talking to me 
about consciousness. And I was like, oh, my consciousness, that must be mindful. But consciousness has a place in <laughs> quantum physics, physics, right? I was like making fun of him because he always talks to me about consciousness. The, the young always make fun of the old. Oh, yes. Oh. And I made fun of him until I found something that was interesting. So he said, hey, you like quantum physics, right? And I was like, yes, of course, I love it. He's like, well, guess what? It's directly correlated to consciousness. And I was like, okay, do tell. And basically in, in quantum physics, if you take two like-minded atoms or particles and you stretch them across space and time, it doesn't matter where they're at in time and space, and you move one instantaneously, the other's in the opposite position and vice versa, as well as uh, we kind of talked about the fact that it's actually, it's, it is scientific evidence that atoms and particles and they do not take form necessarily until they're observed which is pretty cool. If you want to learn more about it, go and go and study it. But it answers the lifelong question if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. No, because it's not being observed, right? And so Sam related this to consciousness because I find that really cool. He said, well, listen, so technically, according to quantum physics, you create what you see. Like everything you're observing is what you're producing. It's like what you're, what you're envisioning, what you're consciously putting out there. And I was like, whoa. I was like starting to click a little bit. And I was like, expound. And so he kept going a little bit deeper into it. And the fact that like I was having these struggles with, um, you know, my weight and like working out and sleeping. And he basically has told me these things before, but he directly correlated it with being more mindful and conscious. And the fact that all I had to do was technically believe or create my own person, like who I am or what I, yeah. what I want observe to be. yourself in a fit state exactly. instead of a fat state. Was this after you watched Elm? Uh, yeah, I can't yes, it was, time. it was totally oh, the movie that you said was not true. Close encounters of the fifth kind. How is that not true? No, I'm, keep going with your story, though. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't mean I don't want to talk too long. But basically, basically, I was just blown away because I, from that day forward, I immediately took steps into becoming more conscious. And when you think the word conscious in English doesn't do it justice. Because in many other languages, consciousness has like, you, there's like seven different words for states of consciousness. And in, in English, it's like conscious. Yeah, you're being conscious. You're aware. No, no, no. Conscious in other languages, consciousness is like a, I don't know, help me explain. It's like it's an a, elevated, it's a higher level. It's, a, it's an elevated thinking. It's an elevated awareness. And yeah, and basically the, the number one biggest thing that just changed my life is I've been watching these videos and doing this research into consciousness and how I can become more conscious. And I was watching this one video and this guy, you know how all those, who, who? Uh, his name is, it's like Sahad. He's a, he's an Indian man. It's not Deepak. No, it's not, not Deepak. Deepak. He's, he's just like Deepak. Um, I'm just so happy right now. Bro. You're going to, like, I literally, I started crying. He's giving me shit. His name is <laughs> Sa Sahad Guru. 
I don't know how to say his name. I, but I think that sounds pretty good. Pretty, pretty cool dude, and he's he's explaining. This lady asked him a question. Just beard, just like the most calm dude you ever seen. She says, uh-huh. "How do I improve the quality of my sleep?" He says, "You do not improve the quality of your sleep. You improve the quality of your life." I was like. Okay, I started listening to it. I was like, okay, what's he talking about? So he starts talking about engineering and the machine. He says, the human body is the greatest feat of engineering ever made, right? True. They're like, yeah. He's like, really? Oh, okay, then why does it have to sleep for eight hours? And I was like, what? He's like, oh, would a car, would you, would you be your favorite car if it drove for 15 days of the month and then it had to sit in the garage for 15 days of the month? Everybody's like, no. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. But like, would it be an effective machine? And everybody's like, no. So, so, and then he goes on. He says, so why is eight hours of sleep recommended for people? And that's what they need. And that's what they have to have. Um, when in reality, the body does not need sleep. It needs rest. And so he goes into how. If you're sleeping for 12 hours just to recover for another day, you're not an effective machine. You're not an effective engineering piece of awesomeness. And what you put in your body directly correlates into what you are. And he said, you're basically nothing more than the food and the water that you've put in your body. Like, that's all you are. That's all your skin, your eyes, your ears, your face is all made up of that. And so he basically says... The, what, what you put into your body and the consumption is what you produce. And so if you're at a state of ease consistently and your production is high, you will, you will be restful. And so your body will require less sleep. Mm-hmm. This dude, he sleeps like three or four hours a night. And he's not one of those like hype man. It's like, I'm so hyped. Yeah, my life is so great because I sleep four hours a night because I'm so hyped to get up and kill everything i'm awesome it's not one of those dudes he was like so calm he's like my body only needs like three or four hours of sleep because he's such a he's in an ease state so so what i what i really did was i challenged bo to use his consciousness to observe a fit bo physically i'm just i'm still really confused what fitness is at work what fitness is in his body what fitness is as a father in all his roles what what are you observing with fitness and uh and it made some a lot it changed his perspective and paradigm which changed his behavior which changed his results he's lost 19 pounds and he's feeling better and he's doing well so it had a huge impact on his life so consciousness really is where we have thought that impacts our brain impacts our thinking and uh, there's always 100 percent of the time before there's an emotion there's a thought whether it's a positive emotion or a negative emotion so if your consciousness controls your thoughts and your thoughts control your emotions, and your emotions control your actions, right? And your actions produce results, and if you're not happy with your results, what do you do? You go back to your consciousness, and you start observing the change you want to be. You be the change you want. Gandhi said, you, you be the change you want in the world. And then what happens is that consciousness impacts your thinking, and that thinking changes your emotion, and the emotion impacts your behavior, which changes your result. Right now, we have a lot of people who's consci- who aren't being conscientious at all. They're thinking it's okay to pillage, plunder, steal, and kill. And uh, the result it's creating is anarchy and, and fear. And that is not using your consciousness or free will. So 
that kicks off our session. Brian, do you have anything to say about that? I'm just like so happy. Well, I, I just got to say something there, brother. Well, would you believe that after your dad watched Encounters of the Fifth Kind, he told me it was a bunch of BS? If he told you that, I'm actually surprised. Yeah. So am I right now. Because it, it's kind of a... It, I don't have to believe in it's close encounters. It's a different like take. Aliens and consciousness are no. not, on the, they're not mutually know. exclusive. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Just like, he's on me. Like, yeah, no, it was crazy. And I'm like, now I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm like, wait a minute. He watched it and listened and learned mm -hmm. and applied and it worked. Yeah. Oh shit! I've been I've been meditating. Just because, just because I've been, <laughs> I've been meditating a lot. I've been really, dude. I've been Is totally that meditating from the movie. Mm -hmm. Meditating. Yeah. I don't yes, think I've yes, ever yes, seen yes, the movie. It's so crazy. You. Have you ever heard of the speed of sound and the speed of light? Well, the movie talks about the speed of thought and how it's far oh. faster than anything. Consciousness and the speed of thought is like instantaneous. Oh, interesting. I wish, I wish Bobo, you could have saw his face up when I said, "Hey, did you watch it?" He's like, "Yeah." What did you think? He's like, "Nah, crazy." <clears throat> Well, some of the stuff, was, some of the shit was just wackadoo. Well, some of the stuff you do is, I think, is wack. Oh, no doubt. Some of the stuff that Tom does, I think, is wack. I know, but it was just like, but there's truth to it. But then there's this beautiful thing that occurred, like self-awareness and because of it. And I've been thinking a lot about the rides, too. And I've been thinking, let me just take a different side and point of view here than what you just said for a second. What if their consciousness is affecting that they have to do something so loud to be seen what if their consciousness wants your consciousness to get on their same level to deal with the inequalities and sometimes the only time that people listen is when i do something extreme two wrongs don't make a right brother i don't know who said that but anyways like well there, there, there's war there is no wrong and right. so there war can no never be right then bad people war can never be right then because no that's war, not true they're war, mutually they're not they're not well, because war in World can be War II, right. no, it cannot. No, it cannot. No, not if there's two I'm wrongs on make a right. Level, dude. If two wrongs make a right, and someone attacks us, and we go kill them, that's killing people, that's two wrongs. War is not. You, what you're saying is you'll define when something's wrong and right. Exactly. And so two wrongs don't make a right. Bro. So this is going to be a shit on Sam. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's 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 a perspective no. thing. I thought the same thing as you, and then I started doing more research on it. I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm the, gonna concept, the concept is if you, your opinion of what is bad and wrong totally different. is only based on what you have interpreted in your brain as Correct. bad and wrong. Correct. It has nothing to do with the other 4 billion people that have interpreted yeah, what because, is bad and wrong in their brains. Yeah, because when we fight however many wars that we've talked about, Christianity... Uh, Islam, mm -hmm. right? Uh, over women, mm -hmm. right? Everyone seems to feel justified. Mm -hmm. There's never not one person that goes into war not feeling just Hitler felt justified. Mm -hmm. We felt justified in dropping atomic bombs on Japanese people, exactly. women, so, and children. Okay? I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read something from y'all, and then you just bust me up. <laughs> you bust me up. On Who's this. that from? Is it Jesus? Did Jesus say no, it? No, this is uh, it's pretty close. <laughs> so Jesus didn't say this it. is President M. Russell Nelson, who is the Mormon Ooh. prophet or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Let's bring it on. prophet. This is what he says. In the light of recent, re recent events, Russell M. Nelson, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, 
shared the following message on his social media accounts. We join with many throughout this nation and around the world who are deeply saddened at recent events of racism and a blatant disregard for human life. We abhor the reality that some would deny others respect and the most basic of freedoms because of the color of his or her skin. We are also saddened by these assaults on human dignity. Um, lead, we are also saddened when these assaults on human dignity lead to escalating violence and unrest. The creator of us all calls on each of us to abandon attributes of prejudice against any group of God's children. Any of us who has prejudice toward another race Agreed. needs to repent. Agreed. Yeah, During a... the Savior's earthly ministry, he constantly ministered to those who were excluded, marginalized, judged, and overlooked, abused, and discounted. As his followers, can we do anything less? The answer is no. I don't see where you're going. We believe in freedom, kindness, fairness for all of God's children. Uh -huh. it, it's coming. Which would be no war. Listen, just be, it's coming. <laughs> Let us be clear. We are brothers and sisters, each of us, the child of a loving father in heaven. His son, the Lord Jesus Christ, invites us to, be, to come unto him, black and white, bond and free, male and female. It behooves each of us to do whatever we can in our spheres of influence to preserve the dignity and respect of every son and daughter of God deserves. Any nation can only be as great as its people. That requires citizens to cultivate a normal, a moral compass that helps them distinguish between right and wrong. Okay, this has got like oh, legal oh. acts such as looting, defacing, or destroying public or private property cannot be disagree. tolerated. I don't disagree with you. Okay. Never has a I do. this is it. This is I it. Do. This is the punchline. Listen. I'm sorry, I'm listening. You guys are ruining my mojo. Never has one wrong been corrected by a second wrong. Not true. Evil has never been resolved by more evil. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but he needs to open up the history books. We need to foster our faith in the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. We need to foster a fundamental respect for human dignity in every human soul, regardless of their color, creed, or cause. And we need to work tirelessly to build bridges of understanding rather than creating walls of segregation. I plead with us to work together for peace and mutual respect and for all, for an outpouring of love for all of God's children. Boom. Yeah. I just dropped the mic. <laughs> no, let me, let me, drop, yeah, let me yeah, drop the mic in two words. American Revolution. Yeah. I mean, like, is George That's Washington wrong? Is George Washington wrong? Well, let's, let's even back up. Was George Washington wrong then in killing all the people from England? Did he need to sit down with them and say, hey, you need to respect our our lives and who we are and who we want to be and I, no prejudices yeah. and da, da. no, he freaking bombed them. Boston Tea Party, then went boom, after him more. Boom, boom, in the middle of the boom, night. Boom. Like, it had to happen to become America. Evil, evil well, it's, it's your definition of evil. That's right, because because then people say it's justified because it created America. Exactly. If you go anywhere else in this world and you ask about what they learn in their social studies class, it's very, very different what, than what we learn what, in our social studies what, class. What, Attorney General Barr, do you know what he said in an interview? History 
is written by those that win. Yeah, exactly. he was kidding when he said that. No, no I don't think that that was not I, did. I saw the interview. He was jesting. People, I know, but kind of not. I mean, but think about it. Like, think about it. it. If, you think Japan tells the story of how they lost so badly and this and that? I guarantee it's no, spun a different it, way. It's always spun a different way. Okay, darkness does not bring in light. It does, though. It did in the American Revolution. No, it did not. Really? Yeah, so darkness killing never, another man is darkness is, never is, brings in so light. Killing another the man revo- is the not American dark. the American Revolution was fought over freedom. No, 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 no. Don't forget that Great Britain negotiated with this is what our history books didn't tell us, but now we have they were giving us the opportunity to have freedom, just not as much as we wanted. Yeah, taxation without representation, no no religious liberties, no religious see, we're freedom. We're so screwed on our freedom right now. So That's I don't right. see yeah. I mean we just had a Supreme US Supreme Court vote five four. That Governor Newsom in California was okay to, to, <laughs> I'm so pissed about this. They were okay to discriminate against religions when it came to COVID 19 and not other businesses. Do you understand mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it's unconstitutional. No, no, it's not because the Supreme yeah. Court just said it's okay. Again, it's he, your defi- it's our definition of right and wrong. We make it up. So no as one we has go. a moral compass. No, no, sorry. No, 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 no. Hold on. Well, I want to see, I want to hear what John I, thinks. I was just gonna ask a question, just like what you were referring to. So then is there a right and wrong? Or is it just the person's perspective of what's right and wrong, or that's right or wrong? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know some people think they're right and they're evil dickheads that yeah. deserve to die. Like I'm I'm sorry. They call them sociopaths. Yeah, they have no, they have no, listen, they have no consciousness. Listen, the world's so, morals are not morals. I mean, the, as soon as we get past that concept, because the world's morals are the laws. That's it. And when the laws change, the morals change. That's a fact. Now, is there eternal truth? I believe so, but we don't That's deal. A way of thinking. Yes, That's, we don't. We don't have. It, okay, <clears throat> let me put it this way: If all our consciences were connected, oh. There would be no murder. Thank you. There would be no murder. There would be yes. no war. I knew you were going with this. I knew he was going here. That's what I'm saying. There would <clears> be no murder. There'd be no war. We'd be, we'd be one with that. everything. But because we can't get All to that as a level. society. Yes. It Correct. doesn't so, work. So if you can't get to that, do you think yeah. somebody's consciousness is telling them to act okay. certain ways I'm because of people who can't get to that? No, I'm blowing this shit. I'm going to tie it in. I'm blowing this shit up. No, hold on. I'm blowing this shit up right now. Okay. Let me tell you what my moral compass taught me. To I didn't do, say you didn't have a moral compass. To What's do whatever that? the hell I wanted. To steal. To, really? To smoke. Is that why you're to, in this room right now? Did it teach you to do that? Or did I I, I'm telling you what, what, taught, what I was taught to do wasn't right and wasn't full of light. If I would have given in to the, the, the way I was raised. That's incredible. I, in the environment where I was taught not to have a conscience, I had a conscience. I was connected somehow, some way to deity. Yeah. And I knew the difference between right and wrong because of my consciousness. But some, now, I was raised around people that did not have conscious. They, they were evil bastards. Yeah, you're just proving what you're we're proving talking You're proving exactly what I'm exactly saying. Exactly what we're talking about. I think that's what they're doing. You the just proved level everything of I said. Everything we're talking about. Listen, yeah, listen right here. Hold just hold let hold me hold talk. Yeah, for one second. Hold hold okay. You got it. You go first. I'm just saying, the same way. Sam, you just proved everything, everything I just said. I disagree. <laughs> okay, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I was, I was, I'm, I'm watching this video, and this guy says, if it's getting emotional. Listen, if you, if we were all conscious, if you're complete in a, in a state of complete consciousness, which is 
understanding what you are, that you are greater than your body and greater than your mind, you would look at your hand and you would know that cutting off your pinky is a bad idea. So you would never do it to someone else because you would know that it's not okay. So if you're in a state of ultimate consciousness, this is Deepak. He's listening. You, to you would never, you would never do that to another person. So you, you proved the point in the state that you had been taught this, these things, but your heightened states of state of consciousness led you to a higher yeah, path. Yeah, this is what he said. He said exactly. I was connected. Boom. That I mean, you just project. Just I mean, the point. You didn't say because the laws of so, the country told me to do. Hold up. Exactly. Before the hold up, hold up. You get. I mean, <laughs> you just said. Well, listen to him. You just said. I was connected mm. and therefore had a conscious. Mm. Okay. And therefore that perpetuated what has happened to you and all the good that you've done. No law written, Ooh. no anything mm. done caused you to do that. Amen. Your consciousness Amen. connected to the higher power caused you to be who you are. You just proved everything. I, I did not because there's seven and a half billion people in this world. And most of them are not connected and don't give a shit about other people. That's exactly that's what, what I just saying. said. Sam, that's exactly, listen, that's what we're stop. So you're not, saying, what if everybody was connected? Yes. Like, guess what? Not everybody's going to be connected. Yes. Okay. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying, so therefore two wrongs don't make a right. Right. That's what you said. And I said, sometimes they do because it allows me the freedom to practice my religion. Exactly. How I want in this country. And that would, would not have come different. about. That would not have come about without some wrongs. So you would feel differently if you had sixteen cars van vandalized at the downtown block in our um, Maserati store. And you are so you're you are it. you are so making weird connections that have nothing. You're, you're about to the do. law, and like we're not talking. No, about, no, no. He's yeah. not even about the law. He throws in the law every once in a while yeah. to try and throw me a speed bump in consciousness. If all those people. No, there is wrong because my consciousness is connected. I know that's wrong. Exactly. And I'm not out looting. I'm not out doing those things. But, but, but sometimes people that aren't connected for some reason know this greater good or the actor in this greater good and they complete that. Exactly. R ruining 16 Maseratis down there does not get me to be able to practice freedom of religion. It doesn't. The American Revolution did. Mm -hmm. The American Revolution was fought because of oppression. <sighs> it was a the lot more than oppression. The, eman the Civil War. It was part of it. The Civil War was fought because of oppression. Uh, I wasn't talking about the Civil War. I'm just telling you. So the, the, the Revolutionary War was fought because of oppression. And did the, the Civil War was fought because of oppression. Let's go now, to the Civil War then for a second. Sure. The emancipation, the emancipation of slaves, the freedom of. Can I ask a question real quick? So sure. I can wrap my head around all this. Yeah, because it's getting pretty deep, man. There's a lot of emotion, crazy okay. shit. So you guys are talking about consciousness, right? Do you say then these evils being done are because of people's lack of consciousness? Yes, yes. because of their ignorance. Okay. That's what I'm no, saying. No, I'm, just, I'm not even going to go with ignorance. I'm just going to say lack of lack consciousness. Of so, so if there is something over here that people lack consciousness that's so evil, doesn't it have to be an opposite power to fight against that evil? Yes. And does that mean that they are lacking consciousness because they're acting in an evil way to fight evil? Let me tell no. you what it means. Is it evil because of the action? Or is it evil yeah. or is it the consciousness telling them, hey, these guys are freaking evil. 
you need to go do something and stop this. When you're when when you're doing what's happening and you're doing this anarchy, you're killing people and you're robbing people and stealing people. Let me tell you what's happening. You you are not acting out of consciousness. You are acting out of primal rage because you're an animal or you're opportunistic. Well, you're still an animal. You're going. You're 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 taking. You're doing basic uh, fight flight animalistic primal stuff. Consciousness requires you put the natural man to the side and those people that are doing that are not they're using they're not using consciousness they're indulging in their animalistic selfish thieving bastard kind of approach to harm people and just be yes. complete anarchist and that's 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 like an so, animal they're not using their consciousness at all it's like it's turned off it's like 311s that all mixed up you know that's oh, and i don't know what to do yeah there you go hmm is really that freaking okay. simple? Okay, so okay, we've we've been at this for thirty minutes. What kind of thing? I don't can feel we like I got an answer to my question though. What was I your question? Your question. Let me answer. Your yeah, question. you know what I mean. Let, let yes. the you lawyer, understand what I was saying? Yes. Let the lawyer answer your question. The, the the thing that fights against evil is consciousness. The evil they do think they are doing what's right because they're not tapped into their consciousness, and it is evil because it goes against the consciousness if it, they were tapped into it. But so they're but I'm talking about the the people that are at that consciousness, mm -hmm. the good people. Yes. So they've them? they've got to defend themselves from that evil. Right. So they've got to do evil things, air quotes. Yeah. To stop them, which, in my definition, they're not doing an evil thing because they're fighting against evil. Yeah. Right. And that's, so and that's Sam's definition. But if you take the normal definition, then yes, that would be a wrong to a wrong. But a good comes out of it, right? So that's what we're, that's what you're saying. Wrong, two wrongs make a right. They can, they can. But they some can. people don't think that action. that action is wrong. Yeah. So if someone breaks into my house, some people think it think it is wrong if I shoot that person. Some people believe it's not wrong, right? That's yes. True. All right. And that would where your two wrongs make a right or two wrongs don't. Based on based just, on how the person thinks. I don't know. I think it's hard to say something's wrong and something's right you know what i mean oh, yeah, there's so much more to it that's the there's thing. a there's a better choice you could have made in that so, situation so me, maybe you could talk that guy down from right robbing exactly. you and with your conscience and that's why the crazy. only reason i can say that the only time the only time that there's right all the time is when all our consciousnesses are connected which is impossible to achieve right now right now right now right now right now in this state right now. yes right that's what i'm saying that's the only time that right is right all the time See, you're li we're living in a society of different states of consciousness. And that's why we have laws, rules, and regulations. Because there are people here, 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 here. Because you not, have to interact. We're all, like, we all have to interact. And we've, through that consciousness, we've developed and we've landed on, like what you said in that quote, a, a guideline for our country. But that's different than other countries' guidelines. Because so I, could, I could break apart. I mean, here's my thing. And I'm... President Nelson's words were 100% correct. But if you apply that to even 100 years ago in the church, the church was not giving black people the priesthood. And so if that is an eternal truth, why do we have that in the history? Now, I know the church has come out and said, listen, we don't know why that happened. There's no official declaration. There was no anything. I just um I just have my 21 year old son come back from Africa where he just he's so awesome. busted his ass for two years serving nothing but the brothers and sisters of Africa, and he's a changed man because of it. 
change cut man. Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm leery of, Brian. Yeah, so you have you have a you're a damn good lawyer. You have very good arguments. I'm leery of calling evil good and good evil. Oof. That's what I'm leery of. That's because scary. guess what? Evil is effing evil and good is good. Period. And people have different scales on what they think is evil and what they think is good. Mm-hmm. But don't ever be deceived when someone calls a straight up evil act of violence, primal, beating the shit out of someone, stealing their stuff, and just killing somebody for no reason because you're angry. Don't ever call that good. Well, ever. If we, yeah, if we control the facts, then you we know, can we can clearly define good and evil if we control the facts. Oh, now that's I like what I heard there. Amen. To me, that made sense. Yeah, if you control you can the truly facts, truly understand the facts. Yeah, if we play the what if game and moral and, to yeah, it. Yeah, just like you just said, like if they had no reason, da, 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 sure, okay, great, because your consciousness is in the right place. You know those, and I know those. But when you don't know the whole story, when you have the lay miserable problem of stealing bread to feed your family. Hmm. Then we don't know all the facts. We look at one fact. He stole the bread. And that is the problem. Is sometimes we, you, I agree with you, but I always am so leery, just like you're leery. You don't want to call evil good and good evil. I'm leery of making judgments without knowing all the facts. I try not to judge period. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't no, want to be. But that's my not job true. is to just respect people and not, no, and no, not no, be a judge. No, not necessarily. Not, not necessarily because think about it. you and I are on the same page when we say this. We believe it is wrong to go out and loot and destroy businesses and do all this right now. This this type of rioting, right? But would it ever make a change if you found out that store owners raped? Uh, this guy's daughter and he was getting back at him for doing that and this was his opportunity and he was going to ruin his whole business because he ruined his daughter and he never got caught and lied to the police and we throw all those facts in there does that change it that's all hypothetical facts it is it is but that's my point is you and i have looked at one fact and said that's wrong but then like you just said if we can control all the facts then we can really decide the problem is we don't know all the facts ever. ever. Hmm. And that's why it's good not to judge. But at the same time, we have to judge sometimes to protect ourselves, exactly. even on the couple facts that we know. And that's where, but if we start applying that in a bad way, that's when we get in trouble. I think, I think that's a good point though, where you talked about like, no matter what situation, that's the thing I've tried to wrap my head around with, people the way they act the way they do certain things like these rioters that are going out and just destroying everything like i think that's stupid why would you do that that makes no sense but then you got to almost like revert back and think okay why are they doing it we don't have the facts we have no idea why they're doing these things i was just gonna say it. so how do we judge yeah. them you know exactly. what i mean we were too quick to respond to say that person's an idiot for doing something instead of like Maybe sitting that person down, understanding the facts, understanding why they did it. You know, what is their so what's their, the, the problem? What's their connecting history? The con- yeah. Connecting the consciousness. That's, well, I, that's a that's a good that's point. The, the problem is we we're a country of law and order, and when people are rising up and creating anarchy, um, the reason our country gets along is because of law and order. Now, is the criminal justice system does it have really bad problems? Absolutely. Get me started. A country of law and order because. 
It yes. does. It has some serious problems. No, no. Is there prejudice problems? It has huge it's gaps. Huge, it has huge problems. I'm if not saying six, that. If a 16-year-old girl right now texts me a nude photo of herself, I have now Goodbye. committed a felony without even knowing Goodbye. You're gone. So are we a country of law and order in that situation? No. Because that's a bunch of crap. Okay. So we're just going to sit like, like <laughs> New, we're going to be like New York. No, we're going to be like the mayor of New York telling all the no, cops, don't do anything. Side. And downtown Manhattan is getting, getting completely obliterated. Hey, oh, listen. I agree with you 100%. It's getting can completely obliterated because the, the mayor has told the, the chiefs of police not to arrest anybody or not and, to and do And let anything. me tell you what I would do personally. If my leadership that I've elected is not protecting me, that's when I have to protect myself. Yes. And that's when I sit in my business and I make sure no one loots it. Right. And a guy just did. He did that. And he was completely um, attacked and brutally beaten. You're and killed. About the guy in Dallas. Yes. Oh, yes. This is a perfect example, though. Hold up. He wasn't killed, but second, hold up. No, there was someone that was. Yes, yes, but I, oh, I just. He died. The Dallas today. guy. Did anybody see the Dallas guy that yes. looked very mangled? Mm-hmm. And the first story, the part, the first facts that came out was um, he had a gun. That he was just trying to protect his business, right? Yeah, right, right. Remember this. Mm-hmm. Then more facts came out. This is the perfect example. Okay. Uh, more facts came out and it came out that yes, he was protecting his business at first, but then he started chasing people with a machete. (laughs) Okay. It's the facts. It's the facts. So my judgment went from one end of the spectrum to the the other other. in a matter of new facts. I I really like what John said. I really like what John said about how you don't really know what is what, because as soon as this rioting happened, I was talking to Steph and I just found myself like, what the freak is going on? And then I was just kind of judging and I scrolled through my Instagram feed and I saw someone, you know, actually. Yeah, I know who it is. and he was, he was saying why the rioting happened. And I was like, Hmm, I read into it and I don't necessarily agree with it, but he was stating that. You know, because of the oppression and the problems and all this, it is built up to where a strong act of violence and rioting must take place for people to notice it. And so he was like, he was giving the reason behind it, and it made a little bit more sense why someone might go out and do that. And so it's it's all about. I think it really is all about the facts because I'm not behind it. My personal belief yeah. is I think that's dumb, but someone else might have a completely different spin on it and saying, you know what? My brother was killed by a police officer. So I'm going to burn this cop car. Right. Yeah. Cause like that's, it's just a completely, you can't say evil versus not evil because it's, it's different of well, facts. And let opinion. me just give you a quick example with the, with the George Floyd. So I read the, um, the charging documents filled out by the prosecutor and Okay, so everyone knows, right? He put his knee on his neck and the guy died, right? So he's been charged with like... Um, third degree murder. Third degree murder. Now, would it change your mind if I gave you this one simple fact? And this was in the charging documents based on the body cam footage. That while he is down, holding him down with his knee on his neck, um, they keep checking his pulse to make sure he's alive. And at one point, they che- a cop checks his pulse and says, I don't have a pulse... We need to turn him over. And the cop says no and continues to smash his knee on his neck for another two minutes and 34 seconds after there was no pulse. Does that fact change whether it should be third degree or first degree in your mind? Sure, it does. Two minutes and 34 seconds after there was no pulse. 
Yeah, that's why everybody's furious because it was just a it was a cold blooded oh. murder. The guy was up. It was a low crime. He was he was handcuffed. There's no need to do all that. And, it's, and that's my point. It was though, terrible. It's facts. a terrible wrong. Yeah, the facts change everything though. They always do. And so I listened to George Floyd's brother speak yesterday, I believe, and he said, "Listen, you're looting. You're rioting. This is not bringing back my brother." It never will. Destroying business is not going to bring back my brother. Destroying stories is not going to bring back my brother. But protesting will. Like yes. it, that's what my brother wants. That was what he would want. This is what. It, yeah. His brother's consciousness was in the right place. It knew how yeah. change could come about. And everyone else is opportunistic in my mind. And so even him, even the, you know, it's just I don't know. It's I, just so frustrating. I, I I think it's. I think peaceful protest, and I think Gandhi, and I say, I think Dr. Martin Luther King, and I think these guys had it nailed. But what happens is these protests turn violent, and they, they turn violent because of um, people's decisions to do terrible things. And but, uh, they know right and wrong, and they know what they're doing is wrong. Well, let's talk about the cops' attitudes that are trying to stop these riots right now. Do you think it helps that Black Lives Matter on their website the night before the riot starts says that we should defund police officers and not give them any money. Do you think that really motivated no. them to really go out there and try and protect people? No, I think, I think, I think the hardest job in the world is being a law enforcement yeah. officer. Yeah. And then you want to defund them. Who's going to protect us? Black lives matter. They're the only thing that we have that, uh, that ensures our constitutional rights is police. And your AR-15 that I have in my—that doesn't. Well, that's a well, constitutional I, right you have. I, I, but. Okay, so okay, so this this took a weird turn tonight. <laughs> so, I would like to end on a positive note, Brian. So, let's some because I'm feeling like a lot of contention. I don't feel contention. I feel cool. I don't feel contention. I feel cool. I, feel I don't feel contention because you said exactly everything I said. And I agree with you 100. percent I don't disagree. Yeah. With I, I'm having a moral judgment problem with the the. the the physical violence, the looting, the stealing, the the destroying public property all over this country for the fifth and sixth day in a row. Um, uh, if you want to change the justice system, then use your democratic right to vote. Get people out that, and get people in that are going to change it, um, and just don't stop. We have processes and and we have we have legislation, and we can change this. And and um, but you have to demand it. Don't yeah, demand back. it. You can demand yeah. it with your Please. vote. Well, not only so that, vote. Don't demand have, it with violence. And this goes to all of us. We can't just do our nine to five job and then expect things to change. You really do have to put in your time, your voice. You really do have to get out there. This is not something that will change on its own because you have career politicians. You have career people that get voted in and we're lazy with our voting. Mm. And you have to start demanding yeah. that change. I don't. I don't think we have good leaders in, in in positions that are doing what's best for our country. I was just gonna say when you said lazy, that's what I've been thinking for the past like ten minutes, mm. is that this all boils down to emotional response and laziness of so, trying to find out the facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody takes the time to. Like I was talking about sitting down and actually having a conversation with each other and figuring out each other. Like our whole judicial system is set on, let's do this as fast as possible. Forget the facts. You know what I mean? Our you social, can probably, you social can probably correct me on this. I don't know. No, no, no. Our social lives are set that way too. Think about it. Social media, it's instant, instant, yep. instant. Yep. 
We yep. want instant fixes to everything, and there's not instant fixes to everything. Yeah. But we we want it. We think it should be there. It's not. Yep. So put, that's what I'm saying. Put in the time. So I'm going to pull it back to consciousness as we close up our little ditty here. And uh, if we could just observe peace, if we could just um, try to connect our consciousnesses and bring people to see and respect everyone, regardless of their history or background, um, respect everyone, see everyone, look for the good in everyone, and um, try to connect our consciousness. Uh, I think that's a good thing to have and good thing to do. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Be safe. Connect up that consciousness. Make sure you stay six feet away from us. Gosh, I can't believe you're like three left. Connect it. You're such a cool dude. <laughs> you got to trust your instincts.